Hi there! Welcome to the Healing Unscripted podcast, where we talk about all of the complicated, beautiful, infuriating aspects of healing. I'm Megan, and I am so glad you're here. Hi there! Welcome to the Healing Unscripted podcast. Before we get started, I just want to say that this episode comes with a content warning for a very brief, non-specific discussion of suicidal ideation. Hi there, everybody! How are you all doing today? because honestly, I am struggling. (laughs) Seriously, the past several days have been really hard on me, and I am so happy to be here talking to you all because this podcast is such an important point of connection for me. All of your comments and messages in response to the episodes give me so much light and hope and gratitude, and every week I really look forward to making a new episode so we can all chat about some new aspect of mental health and healing. So since this week has been pretty rough, let's talk about frustration and frustration tolerance. One of my biggest mental health issues is my incredibly low frustration tolerance. Basically, once I start to get frustrated, that is the end for me. It only takes a few minutes for me to spiral into anger, exhaustion, and a lot of crying. This has really always been the case for me. I remember dealing with this in math as young as second grade, and it's still a really big problem in my daily life. Because the truth is, life is frustrating, right? There are lots of things that frustrate us on a daily basis. Not everything can be easy all the time. But man, I do not handle it well when things start to get hard. I end up making things even harder because my brain descends into such a dark, cut-off place. When I get frustrated, it's like I don't see any way out of these feelings, out of this situation, and I just want to give up. Give up on the task at hand, give up on the day, or when this gets really bad, just give up on life in general. When I say my low frustration tolerance affects my life, this is what I mean. It's not just that I get upset and cry easily, although that is also true. (laughs) It's that my frustration turns into a closed loop amplifies until it feels completely unbearable and I start looking for a way out. So, why does this happen? That is a great question. To be honest, I'm not totally sure, for me personally at least, but I do know a couple of reasons people experience low frustration tolerance, so let's explore those. Uh, It probably won't come as much of a shock to many of you, but anxiety can definitely contribute to low frustration tolerance. Basically, what happens is you try something, something about it doesn't go perfectly, and then your anxiety kicks in, catastrophizing and personalizing everything so that your minor mistake or setback feels monumental. Another reason some people have trouble with frustration tolerance is trauma. If you were treated harshly anytime you messed up, even minor frustrations could trigger feelings of fear, shame, or anger and send you into a stress response. The fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. So frustration might put you in a headspace that makes you feel like the trauma is happening all over again, or like you're trapped in this cycle of never being good enough and things might start to feel really hopeless really fast. It's also possible that your low frustration tolerance could be a symptom of ADHD or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. People with ADHD have interest-based nervous systems, meaning they could be laser-focused on something they enjoy, but once something gets frustrating, continuing to work on that thing becomes completely intolerable. You might find yourself thinking over and over, 
I can't do this. I can't stand this. If you're thinking, oh damn, that's me. <laughs> Check out the YouTube channel, How to ADHD. I'm not sure if I have ADHD, but regardless, I've learned so much from this channel. So anxiety, trauma, and ADHD are three common causes of low frustration tolerance, which is good to know, but you know what else is good? Solutions. Let's talk about what we can do about this awful feeling. Again, I don't have all the answers, but I have found one thing that has actually worked to a certain extent, and that is EFT tapping. So if you haven't tried EFT tapping, I can explain it real quick, but honestly, I really need to do a whole episode about this. So the EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, and EFT tapping is basically when you tap on really specific spots on your body while saying something that helps you accept your current emotions. It sounds a little woo-woo, I know, but holy cow, I've never had something work this well with all kinds of negative emotional experiences. I actually managed to use EFT tapping the other day when I got so frustrated I thought my head was going to explode. Basically, our washing machine broke. Boom, day ruined. <laughs> I was in an awful mood, and it just kept getting worse, and finally I was like, I've got to find a way to cope with this. So I tried EFT tapping. And it didn't magically fix everything, let alone the washer. Uh, <laughs> I was still really frustrated and really anxious and angry, but it felt tolerable. It felt like I could make it to the end of the day, at least. And it helped me realize why the washing machine breaking was freaking me out so much, which also helped me cope better. Basically, because of my past trauma, I felt like the washing machine breaking was my fault and my inner child was terrified that my husband would be mad and yell and scream and get all quiet and mean even though my husband has never done any of those things <laughs> uh, but with the EFT tapping I could walk myself through those feelings and try to accept them even though they sucked so that's really the only thing I found that helps with low frustration tolerance uh, as much as I want to give you this whole list of possible solutions, I also want to be honest and only share things that have actually worked. And EFT tapping is really it for me. To be fair, I haven't tried much else. <laughs> My usual go-to when I get frustrated is to stomp around the house in a huff until I burst into tears. So obviously not the best coping mechanism. So what about you? How do you cope when you get frustrated and start to melt down? I'd love to hear your suggestions, and I'd be happy to feature you in a later episode I plan on doing about coping mechanisms that actually help. As for this episode, we are going to end things with a nice calming med guided meditation, uh, but first, announcements. So as always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you follow the podcast on Spotify or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Second, I want to let you all know that today, December 19th, is the last day to get the Anxiety Proof Warnings e-course with all of the fun limited time bonuses, like routine blueprints, which are examples of real morning routines that work for real women, and five extra guided meditations all about reducing anxiety around morning routines. The course only costs $25, and you get so much value out of it, including a kick-ass morning routine that you're actually going to stick to. So check it out in my shop, and uh, I'll link that in the show notes. Okay, let's dive on into the meditation. You are staring at the page 
or the project or the void, it doesn't even matter anymore because whatever it is, it isn't working. Everything is wrong. You are wrong. What's wrong with you anyway? You stop. Recognizing these thoughts is harmful. But what are you supposed to think instead? This is the truth. You're just sitting here, trying and failing, like always, and it feels horrible. You stop again. Even if that feels like the truth, you decide to pretend. You pretend that nothing is wrong with you. What would you think about someone who's actually doing their best, but still ends up in this situation, frustrated and angry? You decide you would think they're being really strong, actually. It takes a lot of effort to keep working on something when it feels like you're bashing your head against a wall. But you aren't that strong. You're going to give up. You always do. You're going to give up and then be huffy and mad and sad as if it weren't your own damn fault. You stop yet again. This is not how you want to talk to yourself. This is not the truth you want to believe. This is not the truth at all. Here's the truth. You are struggling. It's okay to struggle. Struggle doesn't necessarily make success sweeter. Sometimes it still leads to failure, and that's okay, because struggling and failing, all of it is human. And you are human. Extend yourself the same grace and wiggle room that you would give a small child struggling to draw the perfect picture. You watch their little hands scribble, their brow furrowed in concentration, and you gently wipe away their tears when the crayon breaks and a rogue line ruins the picture. You help them draw something new. You encourage them. You let them know that it's okay to struggle. And they look up at you and smile. And you feel yourself smile too. Peace be with you.